1: What's up, Chicago? Welcome back to the Chicago Sports Podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO and you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I'm Kevin Kadek, head of content here at CHGO Sports. We took last week off because there was a lot of festivities around opening day. Things were kind of crazy, but we are back. We're talking basketball. Baseball's out of the way for a little bit here, and we're here with the Few first timers on the CHGO podcast. Um, Sabria Whitaker from CHGO Sky. Hello. Thank Hello. you for coming by. Thank
2: you for having me.
1: Casey Standahar making her repeat appearance. Welcome
0: back.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Good and to be here. And Matt
1: Peck, who was here on the first one when we were getting to know everybody back on March 4th, which was, I think, three years ago.
3: Yeah, at least. <laughs> I was going to say three decades ago. Three
1: years and a few Bulls losses ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <sighs> too many. Too many. <laughs> Well, so hey, we're be, just diving right into that, Kevin. Is well, we, the plan? We, we are not, and I <laughs> probably should not have started because we actually have exciting news. When we watch CHGO, we promised you watch parties, and we are actually going to have our first watch party next Friday Woo! for Game Three at the Third Rail Tavern, which is in our neighborhood. <laughs> Details to follow, but uh, make your plans for that Friday night. We're all going to be out there watching the game with. With Matt and Big Dave yeah. and other personalities.
3: If you can't find the place, just listen for my voice screaming out in agony because <laughs> yes. the Bulls are you know, trailing by four at halftime, and I'm Look, not if, if, dealing if, with it very well. If
1: they're going to sneak a victory, it's probably going to be that game three, so I think that's what we're planning My
3: for. pal Gottlieb thinks their best shot at stealing one is game one. Catch the Bucks off guard. Trap game. Okay. I don't know if I agree with him, but there are multiple theories. We'll <laughs> see Easter Sunday. Maybe
1: uh, Giannis has a little... Uh, too many peeps that morning.
0: You think Gross. he likes peeps? <laughs> well, who does it? Li- I mean, I like peeps, but a lot of people don't are like you peeps. We're going to turn this
1: into a peeps debate, right? <laughs> peeps are but nasty. They're not just nasty. No Let's peeps.
3: also not trust the girl who just admitted to us that she is waiting for her Arby's to
1: be delivered. Guys,
0: I love Arby's. Thank you, Sabria. <laughs> I have, I have no you? shame. I love 80? it. Literally, their, their roast beef sandwiches are good. Oh, the
2: okay. fries are like the only acceptable Their curly fries are also you. good.
1: Ne- next time we're doing this, this <laughs> podcast and Casey's on it, she's going to have to wear the Pharrell Arby's hat.
2: I will.
0: I will will I ride. ring gonna,
1: the shame bell at her? They're going to Photoshop it on you. You
0: guys can't embarrass me. I'm not embarrassed about it.
1: Right. Well, hey, the the, the watch party is going to be fun. We're looking forward to, to shame. meeting everyone and, shame. And, and partying with the fans on that Friday shame. night. So. Uh, <laughs> stay tuned for details we will have more as they become available on today's show we are talking Chicago versus Milwaukee in advance of this playoff series which starts Sunday at 5:30. game one up at Fiserv Forum in Milwaukee uh, let's talk a little bit about the Bucks Bulls rivalry after we do that we're going to talk about the Chicago Milwaukee rivalry if it exists And then after that, we're going to talk a little WNBA because we have Sabria in the house today. She had some awesome – the WNBA All-Star game is coming to Chicago this summer. But Sabria also had a really cool Twitter thread that I loved about sneakers. And I'm an old guy. I've never been a sneakerhead, but I want to get into it. So I'm going to ask Sabria some advice on that because she always shows up wearing the best kicks. We all Um, need advice
0: on that. (laughs) Thanks. So
1: anyhow, uh, the Bulls-Bucks rivalry –
3: yeah. Is it a rivalry, Matt? Uh, it could become one. Um, I'm actually going to write about this for my weekly column that's going to drop tomorrow. Um, there hasn't been much of one over their collective histories. You know, these are two teams that were expansion teams in the late 60s, joining the NBA. And in all of that time, they've only faced each other in the playoffs four times, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Once in the days of Norm and Bob Love, chat the Jet Walker, shout out. Um and then a couple of times during MJ's tenure, his rookie season again in eight uh eighty nine ninety, and then just that one series between a very young Giannis and the last iteration of the D Rose Tibbs Bulls in twenty fifteen, right. which was the series before Rose's game three shot and then LeBron's game four shot and Bulls fans crying. Sabria, do you hate the Bucks?
2: Absolutely. All I right, mean, here I, we go. <laughs> I hate anybody that's not Chicago. Um. <laughs> You know, with the exception of the Cubs, like, I hate them too. But, uh, yeah, please just let me know when I can begin my rant on Mr. Allen um, and all the smoke I would like.
1: Why are you asking for permission?
2: Well, I just wanted to know when, when we were getting there. I didn't know if we wanted to jump right in that, so <laughs> let's, just cue Let's me. get in.
3: Let's go. Just be careful, Sabria, because Casey posted my rant about Grayson from a few weeks back, and Bucks fans on Twitter found it. And I'll
2: now, whoo, they mad. She said, pull, up pull, up pull up to my mentions, at S-U-B-R-I-A w-h-i-t-a-k-e-r i take listen i want all the smoke let's go
3: i love
1: it <laughs> <laughs> i will say so like it feels like that grace and Allen incident act of violence mm-hmm. it almost feels like that it was kind of like a watershed moment for this for this rivalry because yes. it it was sort of lacking that bad blood we've never developed that bad blood Either the Bulls are good and the Bucks suck, or the Bucks, you know, are good and the Bulls suck. <laughs> and now the Bucks are obviously reigning NBA champions. Right. The Bulls are are trying to climb up to the throne again, not quite there. So I don't know. You know, maybe the the Bucks don't quite view us the same way as they might right now. The Heat or other teams that they've had, you know, long you know the Nets long playoff series for. But that Grayson Allen is kind of what we need, like almost like a, the the old Stanley Cup playoffs bad. Type of blood, right?
3: Yeah. yeah, you want some of that still. And, you know, we have seen a couple of Bulls players give Grayson a, a decent foul. First, it was Derek Jones Jr. And then in their last regular season game, it was Vooch sending him to the floor. Um, but you're right in that, like, right now, they're the defending champs. And the Bulls are a team that's trying to be on the up and up. But, you know, the, the Pistons didn't fear... The you know those younger iterations of young MJ, young Pip, young Horace, because they knew that they were better than them and that they also had a mental edge, and that's the part that's been frustrating for me to watch. Is feeling like anytime the Bucks go on a quick little run, or or the Bulls have a few possessions that come up empty in some of these regular season games, the Bulls are the ones hanging their heads, and the Bulls are the ones getting pushed around. So right. clearly, like I'm like really that pisses me off to no end, and I'm starting to feel a little bit of a, a rivalry here between Bulls and Bucks. But right now, the Bulls are the little brother. And the Bucs are the big brother. But it's okay because, you know, they're trying to get, what, championship number three in franchise history, you know, this season if they defend their title. If they do that, they'll still only be three to our six. So I can still sleep at night.
1: Casey, where are you at with the Bucs?
0: I mean, the only thing I like about the Bucs is that they have great – in-game presentation. They have awesome... They, I mean, like, the Pfizer form's new, right? So, like, yeah. that's cool. It's great. But it's not classic like the UC. And I know t- these teams have met, what, four times in the playoffs? Matt? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I res- it goes back to the 70s. 74 with Kareem, like, drafted by the Bucks. Yeah. That's where it started, but it's kind of dwindled since then, so... I
1: respect that they were able to build what they've been able to build. They stayed in Milwaukee um, with, with that... With, with that arena, obviously, they landed the Freak, which is an absolute right. game changer. And he
3: stayed in Milwaukee, right, which right. is, like, why they're still there. He yeah. could have left and bolted to some big market. And to his credit, he said, no, I'm going to stay in Milwaukee and I'm going to win a championship, and he did.
1: But only it's only an hour and a half from the UC to, to Milwaukee, so it should, it feels like it should be more. It feels, though, like the, the Bulls should actually have a blood rival on the, on the level of the Cardinals or Packers. And the Bulls don't quite have that. It's almost like it's changed over the years.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, like, there's always this comment when people talk about, like, Serena and someone, and they're trying to make it a rival, and then you go look at the score, (laughs) and she maybe has beaten Serena, like, twice. And it's like, well, is that really a rivalry? So I just feel like they don't necessarily deserve a rivalry with us yet. I mean, they do now after Hmm. Allen, but before then, it was like, catch up. We don't really know you. I mean, you're there, but, you know, you have to do a little bit more to be on our radar in a sense. Yeah. But now with the whole Allen situation, now it's personal. So I think that's even a different type of rivalry, not a rivalry of respect, but more of just like we owe you one.
1: Who do you think the Bulls' biggest rival is, though?
2: Cleveland. For sure? I mean, okay, well, maybe that's another personal thing because – Immediately when you started talking about Milwaukee, my first thought was to pull a, um, like a chapter from Joe King's book and say, well, I've never heard anyone say they go to Milwaukee on yeah, vacation. Yeah. Um, and to this day, I still want smoke with all LeBron fans. So, like. But
1: I feel like it's it's been a, like a revolving top spot. Like it used to be the Knicks or the yeah. Pistons. Then it was the Heat. Then it was the Cavs. Yeah, cab. I always now thought now it was Detroit.
0: Is it Detroit? Yeah.
1: Really? You think historically? Now? <laughs> Maybe
0: not now. Okay.
1: So, Matt and I were talking before the show. I think it's the Knicks.
3: So, I mean, and like, I'm fresh off of reading Blood in the Garden by Chris Herring. Great book, by the Shout way. For, for For all Bulls fans yeah. to read, the entire story of the 90s Knicks. And the Bulls are obviously very prominent in this t- telling of that story of the 90s Knicks. Uh, like, I, I think that the Pistons and the Knicks are essentially on that same level. But it's just that the Bulls were different um, as far as... When the Bulls-Knicks rivalry was a thing, the Bulls were the ones being uh, who everyone else was trying to knock off the top of the mountain. They were the champs. The Knicks were coming at them. They were young and scrappy. The Knicks were to the Bulls what the Bulls were to the Pistons. But they were equivalent quality of rivalries in my opinion if you're talking about modern bulls post dynasty bulls yeah. the answer isn't a team the answer is a name and it's lebron freaking james <laughs> okay so i because, was half right <laughs> so okay there's the, a common thread the best bulls team post dynasty was the d rose bulls of the early 2010s mm-hmm. in a span of six years lebron knocked the bulls out of the playoffs four times 2010 with cleveland 2011 with miami 2013 and again with miami and 2015 when he was back in cleveland That's the Bulls' rival. And thank goodness he decided to go play for a crappy Lakers team. Get out of the conference. Get out of our division. (laughs) See you never.
1: I I just wish that there was a team. And I I think it's almost kind of a reflection that the Bulls are still a newish team, right? Newish in in parentheses compared to – because they started off in the 60s. They were largely terrible until Michael Jordan showed up. And they've been largely terrible since he left. So (laughs) nothing has really ever stuck. Um, no, nope. yeah. so I don't know. It's not like the Cubs Cardinals, are, you know, we're playing each other in the 1920s and 30s and 40s, whatever. The Bears and Packers are the oldest rivalry in the NFL, and um, but even
0: like Brewers Cubs with I 94 rivalry, like so that's I, that's that, that of thing. That brings me
1: to my next thing. Like, you know, I I feel like Brewers Cubs now is finally becoming more of a thing. 20 what five years into right the Brewers being in the National League. So, but I, I like a lot of that is like we we saw the series last week. There was, you know, a lot of, they're hitting each other with pitches, Wilson Contreras is going and whatever.
2: Yeah.
1: Um so it feels like it's, it's finally developing the Chicago-Milwaukee rivalry.
3: Yeah, and like definitely when Ryan Braun got all mixed up in his scandal a few years ago. I guess that was a while ago now, but yeah. that like that just added fuel to the fire of Chicago people throwing stones at anything that people up there in Wisconsin
1: well, the, the, the Sox Brewers were a pretty underrated rivalry back, yeah, you know, yeah. for a long time. Yeah.
3: The Brewers joined the National
1: League, and all that happens is Sammy Sosa hits like 60 of his 66 homers against the Brewers that year. I think that was the actual. Yeah, the actual but, but what
3: was the big story? It was him versus Mark McGuire slamming homers for who? Right, right. <laughs> the, the real rival. Yeah.
1: So. And now
0: Miller Park is Wrigley North. How do you
1: think Bucks fans view <laughs> the Bulls right now?
3: Oh, they don't like us. They, they have serious little brother complex still, and they're trying to puff out their chest because they got a championship. <laughs> if my Twitter mentions could tell stories, my God. Um, and, and, like, I think that they are bitter about the fact that, that you know, speaking of fill-in-the-blank North, that's United Center North still. Uh, we'll, we'll see what the, what the attendance split looks like in these first two Milwaukee home games, games one and two of the series that starts on Sunday, but in these regular season games, even in the last span of years, when the bucks have been good, not even champions yet, but good. And the Bulls have been utter trash. That place is still 50% or more bulls fans because bulls fans are real and bucks fans are new and trying to pretend that they're real.
1: The last Michael Jordan game I was ever in attendance for was that last season, the last dance season. You couldn't get a ticket here at the United Center or, you know, if you did, they were four or five hundred dollars, whatever. And I, I still remember calling up like Ticketmaster when the Bradley Center tickets went on sale. And I think it was like a January game or something. My dad and I went there and that was that was the last time we saw Michael Jordan play for the
3: Bulls. Yeah. So it was a heck of a lot easier and cheaper to get a ticket to a Bulls game outside of Chicago right. somewhere,
1: even though it was up there. Yeah, I mean, the rivalry's had its moments, but it's, a lot of times it's been okay, we're winning game number 70 against, yeah. against the Bucks. Uh, it's just
3: there. like the timelines when the Bucks have been good, the handful of times they have been, the Bulls have been bad, and, and vice versa.
1: All right. Well, so we're going to actually now dive into our second part of this Chicago versus Milwaukee conversation, which I think is going to be a lot of fun. And every CHGO sports podcast that we have, we have a fun second segment. But first, The best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you will get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. That's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you will receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more and a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. By the way, if you do get that CHGO membership, uh, Big Dave just wrote an awesome article about why this uh, playoff appearance yes, means a lot to him because of the last five or six years in, in Bulls fandom. Um, anyway, if you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we will help you out. PointsBet is your home for live in-play betting, and it just got even better. Introducing Points Bet's new feature, Live NBA Same Game Parlay, which is going to come in handy for the playoffs. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect Live NBA Same Game Parlay only with Points Bet. You can combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can also boost your Live Same Game Parlays. Boost! Watch Live, Parlay Live, and Boost Live with Points Bet. And now, online sign up is available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. While you listen to us debate Chicago versus Milwaukee, I will tell you this one one thing. You can't PointsBet in Milwaukee yet. Wisconsin has not Ooh. made that available. No, because they're losers. Point you can't even – Chicago. You, you can't online register. You can't in-person mm-hmm. register. you got to come back across – you know, this. you might have to pay a toll. But uh, <laughs> if you want to make a bet, you come back in on, on PointsBet. But it will be worth it because you're going to win. Anyway, what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life
3: with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And even if you aren't a sports betting person, that's okay. You should still sign up for a CHGO membership because you're going to get all sorts of amazing things. Not only these podcasts and live shows that we're doing on every Chicago team every day. We're doing pre-game and post-game shows. You can check those out for this Bulls playoff series against the Bucks coming up. We're also doing those now for both the Cubs and the White Sox with those great crews. Uh, premium written content for your CHGO members at allchgo.com, including that piece from my guy, Big Dave. that Kev just mentioned. Uh, everybody writing about uh, all of these teams across the board. Vinny with the White Sox. Ryan and those guys with the Cubs. Plus, dope shirts, I'm seeing so many on Twitter. Our pal Mark K, our contributor from Australia, just got his CHGO shirt in Australia, and I don't have mine yet, and I'm freaking out a little bit. But they're on the way. Uh, And you get a free shirt when you sign up for that membership, plus access to our members-only discords, one channel for every team to hang out with your fellow fans. That discord is getting great. Oh, it's fantastic.
1: Fired up during during every game. I was watching the Sox last night. People going back and forth. So,
3: you know, I like... I've, when I've been hanging out in there, I'm like, oh, I could spend all day in here with these <laughs> crazy fans. So, if you're looking for a way to procrastinate at work, but doing yeah. so subtly, check out those Discord channels. They're a lot of fun. What are you waiting for? Sign up. CHGO. Have you been in the Sky Discord, Sabrina?
2: Not yet. I have not. you got to get in there. I will. It's the season the-
1: starts, what, May 7th? May 6th. May 6th. Yes.
2: Soon. Exciting. Yes.
1: Awesome. Anyway, uh, keep the comments coming here. Chicago versus Milwaukee. I love some of these. Uh. Charlie, I love this one. As a kid from Chicago and current student at Marquette, Chicago is a much better city. However, Milwaukee is a lot better for broke college students. (laughs) Easily, Chicago is greater than Milwaukee as a city, though. That's fair. I like that. The great thing about uh, going up to Milwaukee is that your blood alcohol content just automatically rises when you hit (laughs) city limits. There's, like, nothing you can do. It's like you get there, you immediately have to get out
3: of your car because – because not you'd control. be driving over the legal limit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a beer several beers just appear in your lap when you cross the state line. <laughs>
1: all right, before we get into some of these fun categories, and we want you guys in the chat to actually tell us your favorites or who you think wins these different categories. But Lawrence, can you bring up the the all time records of Chicago sports teams versus Milwaukee sports teams? This is, actually is not pretty. Oh no. You got you got it, Lawrence? Okay. Ugh. So all time, the Bulls lead the Bucks one thirty-two to one twenty-seven for now. Well, hey, and
3: that will still stand regardless of what happens in this series. Because even if the Bucks win it, they'll still be I a one thirty-one. I'm, I'm not feeling great by like
1: next January.
3: <laughs> we, got him, we got them. We got them by at least another season,
1: Kev. So do you remember like when the the Bears led the Packers by many dozens of games? Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. longer. So the Bulls lead the Bucks one thirty-two to one twenty-seven. The Packers now lead the Bears 103-95 to 6. So even if we had somehow managed to, you know, win those ties, we'd still be behind. Brewers lead the Cubs 200 to 198. That looks like it's going to probably go back and forth uh, for a while. The White Sox are are the, <laughs> the the savior here.
2: Clearly the better team.
1: 208 to 181, and I think it's probably going to be really hard for the Brewers to close that gap because um they don't just, what they're going to play a, a maximum of three times a year now. Right. So, uh, we're, we're good for that for now. And then I threw this one in. Marquette all-time leads DePaul 77-44. Man, that the is a basketball. lot further
3: of a gap than I would have
1: guessed. Yeah, I we need we, the women's basketball
2: staff. Lawrence, can we look
1: up the women's basketball?
2: If it's not, I don't know if that was on Stat Muse. If it's not in DePaul's favor, though, then it has to be. Don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wanted to clarify that Marquette leads DePaul uh, men's basketball team. Like, why? Did, why can
1: DePaul like have a great women's program and the, the men just can't put it together? I mean, I don't, DePaul women's team legend Sarah
3: Kustock used to do sports broadcasting here in Chicago. Yes. Now she's doing uh, Nets games for uh, Yes Network out in New York. Yeah. Mad Hooper for DePaul.
1: It just sucks.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: you know, and I, and, I, and I want the DePaul women to get to a Final Four. Can we, get, can we make that happen, Spru?
2: Yes. I need people to come help Anissa out, though. Yes. Like, she cannot do it herself. Shout out to... We need Anissa in studio. That would be a great, great pop. So I heard that that request would have to go through Coach Bruno, but I think we might be able to make it work because we'll I, saw, too. I saw on Twitter uh, right before I came here, it's DePaul Day at Wrigley. Unfortunately, I cannot attend because I have vowed to never step foot in Wrigley. What's your beef <laughs> with Wrigley and the Cubs? Southside. I'm a Southsider, and <laughs> it's just uncomfortable whenever i go over <laughs> there i don't like it
1: we had a depaul class in yesterday for the bears podcast. That. that was kind of cool we need yeah. some more depaul
2: yes
0: they're so gonna I send, send us a pennant don't worry okay I yeah i
1: want the old school depaul logo yeah we want that, that old blue old. demon I want the, what do you call it, like the new one there's oh. like a name for it the new depaul <laughs> the <full laughs> all right chicago versus milwaukee you guys ready to get get started let's on do it categories? yeah i'm ready <laughs> better lake front
2: is that even a question? No, they have nice. a lakefront? Yeah, yeah d- they do could. they?
1: <laughs> I didn't know you could go down to the lake there. They
0: have uh, a great lakefront brewery. I will give them that.
1: Lakefront Brewery is amazing. Yes. You will get to that. But it's actually like, not on the lakefront. It. It's on
3: a river.
0: You're right. <laughs> what? I'm just
3: picturing, like, what was the name of that three-eyed fish in that episode of The <laughs> Simpsons? Blinky? Yeah. That, <laughs> Wisconsin Lakefront? That's, that's what I have in my mental image. Yeah. Uh, Chicago obviously had the... Foresight
1: to set aside a lot of uh, the lakefront for public land, and that has benefited us well. So Chicago gets the square or circle or whatever. Honor <laughs> of Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> RIP. Oh. Sorry. Uh, best skyline slash
3: architecture.
0: Chicago. Like, like also no
3: kind of goes along with lakefront, right? Because <laughs> no ours is a skyline I'm on a lakefront. pattern.
1: Every time you roll up on, on 94 and you're in that, like, weird little – pretzel highway system that they've got down there. You're like, this is it. <laughs> every building looks like it stopped being cared for in like 1972. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, we've actually built several new buildings since 1972, including the Sears tower, my friend. So Chicago gets that. All right. Here's, here's a category that I think Chicago might be able or Milwaukee might be able to compete with best
3: sausages,
1: Rotwurst versus the Polish.
3: This might be the one category where I will give them the if you're if you're giving bratwursts to yeah. Wisconsin you're and listening saying the to the Polish, Polish podcast, is you Chicago are, you are
1: missing like some great <laughs>
3: pictures of
1: <laughs> like I'm just going to leave right now and find the, the closest I've
3: just always me. been a brat guy over a Polish Same, guy yeah. and I mean like dude, just like even like Sheboygan Jewel Osco brand bratwursts are some of the most delicious things you can eat any day of any week, any time.
1: So <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Polish here. Okay. I gotta rep that. It's it's a different it's a different you know, it's the bratwurst is more utilitarian. Mm-hmm. You're gonna eat it more regularly, but the 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 Polish sausage is exquisite. So I'm gonna go with the Polish sausage. Dice that up, a little sauerkraut. Oh sure. Really good. Still Delicious. Good. All right, here's a good one. I think this 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 one might might open up a chord here. Best television shows. And there's a lot and Actually, both cities.
3: So I see this list that you've typed up, and to me, it's Chicago by a mile with, <laughs> ju- with just one show, and that's Family Matters. I watched that show religiously as a kid. You can't beat Reginald Vell Johnson and uh, Jaleel White, right, who played Urkel? Yeah. Like, limitless belly laughs watching that show. Yeah. Reginald Johnson is a treasure.
1: They tore down the house from the opening credits. It, it was in Lincoln Park.
3: Well, thanks for depressing me, Kev. And they,
0: <laughs> I know. It's just
1: kind of what happens. Um, and they just built, like, one of those kind of soulless three-story, you know, duplexes or whatever. Well, list, or All right. Chicago television shows. And this is not comprehensive, but we've got Good Times, Great Show, Family Matters, Great Show, ER, Great Show, Shameless. I was not a shameless guy. I liked it. People love it. It kind of ran
3: out of steam in the last few seasons.
0: I don't think
1: it was like about Chicago. You could have put that said, "Hey, they're in Boston." It would have been the same show.
3: <laughs> I, I mean, there are a lot of references to the city yeah. and their back of the yards neighborhood. I um, didn't watch the entire run, so uh, you have the shy
1: South Side, which is awesome. Um,
0: Mary with children. We, Mary didn't with put children on there. we don't have on there,
2: but good show.
1: What else is there?
2: Mm. Mm. Well,
1: and then like every crappy <laughs> Chicago Dick
2: See, Wolf show. And so I read that in the list, and I was I didn't even say anything because I watched Chicago PD uh, last good? night. I, I like Chicago PD. Wow. Okay, I do like Chicago PD, but I do want to add on there. Um, are you all familiar with Fifty Cent's Power? No. Yeah, familiar with the it, new yeah. one, Power Force is set in Chicago with Tommy, and there's a lot of authenticity and some of the um. Some of the actors were just shouted out at the Bulls game. Really? Nice. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm like
1: 10 years behind on television, so <laughs> you can't count that against me. Once I had children, that was
2: it. And <laughs> also, it's not a show, but Hardball? I mean, you all remember that movie, right? I mean, someone did ask, what about movies? Hardball?
1: I don't <laughs> think there's any Milwaukee movies. Milwaukee movies, yeah. it's they're always just visiting. Blues Brothers, Wayne's World. <laughs> right. Like, it's just... It's just a, right. Know,
3: Blues Brothers is a
1: Chicago movie. Is there a good Milwaukee movie? I don't even know. No. And it, Wisconsin. Wisconsin television shows. Happy Days. Laverne and Shirley. That '70s show. Step by step. And then I know no one's ever heard of this show. It Was a whole new ball game. It was on ABC in the mid '90s. Corbin Burnson played a played a Wisconsin sportscast. Sportscaster. I may have been the only person. Who I've ever quite
3: literally that. never heard of that show you in know, my life, and I spent my '90s watching television. Look it up. That's it Richard, up. Richard, Richard. I don't Ka- believe you. Richard
1: Kind was in it. Bing <laughs> Bong from Inside Out.
0: Aw, love that movie.
1: <laughs> you just thought of Bing Bong dying, <laughs> yeah, didn't you? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: We're gonna go Chicago on the television shows. I, I think across the board. Here. I think we have to. All
3: right. Yeah. So the first thing that comes up when you Google a whole new ball game is a like cartoonish looking children's book made for fourth through sixth graders.
1: How many how many like pages (laughs) do you think you have to go of Corbin Burnson results before
3: getting to a whole new ball
1: game? Uh, Probably like seventy five.
3: Okay, so a whole new ball game TV series, nineteen ninety five, IMDb is like near the bottom of page one for Corbin. Yeah. Oh, good
2: for him. Okay. Um, accidentally helping Milwaukee here because uh, someone put Mr. 3000 in there. That oh. movie, it, it says it's a Milwaukee that Brewers a player. One. However, Bernie Mac is from Chicago. Is. And his yeah. daughter attended Morgan Park, which has a theme here. Clearly, that's my Morgan Park agenda. So that goes back to Chicago well, and, by default. And
1: Major League was also filmed at County Stadium. So we got that, that is that a Milwaukee movie? Is that qualified? I don't know. That's
3: Cleveland.
0: Ew. Cleveland movie.
1: But it was filmed at County Stadium. Oh, okay. Either way it's <laughs> not. <laughs> They're just visiting, right? I mean it's you know, like the Home Alice Alone.
0: Concert. We forgot about Home Alone as a movie.
3: Oh,
1: classic.
0: classic. Classic.
3: Although I I have to say I prefer Home Alone too, Lost in New York. So like you know, that's that's a New York, a new movie, York not movie, not a Chicago movie. Yeah. yeah.
1: Chicago movie um episode of C H G O podcast this is gonna be awesome. That's just gonna be an entire hour. We're not yeah. a <laughs> it's gonna be a- all right, best football hero, Walter Payton versus Brett Favre for Aaron Rodgers. Not a contest.
3: Okay, is now the time when we need to bring up what I heard Jared Payton say on the Bears show yesterday? Well, so I, I heard it secondhand from our <laughs> guy Lawrence here, and we were talking with Greg from CHGO Hawks. So, you know, Jarrett has a bar out in the Burbs, right, and it's a place where people come and hang out, watch Bears games. He announced yesterday, talking to our Bears crew, that he is opening another bar-slash-restaurant in the same neighborhood that he's going to tailor to Packers fans. The
1: Northwoods Inn, yeah.
3: No. What Duke's the Northwoods hell, JP? Duke's Northwoods. Duke's Northwoods Inn. Why?
0: We need him to yeah, answer. The,
3: the son of sweetness is, that, is, that is opening a Packers bar on this side of the state line? What the hell is he doing? <laughs> and, like, JP's my guy. I used to do his show Sports Feed, like, all the time. I love JP. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Did
1: you hear the nice things I JP said about us.
0: Yeah, he said he loves the content. And I just
3: told you JP's my
1: guy, but that
3: is the dumbest
0: thing I've ever heard. (laughs) He said, keep it up. I love what you guys are doing. love the content. Here we are.
1: I love some of these comments, though. Better stadium. Fiserv is ridiculous. I actually haven't been there yet. I really want to go. It's really cool. I want to go for, like, a Marquette-Wisconsin game. I'm a Wisconsin alum. Mm.
3: I mean, I will give him that. It's definitely a nice... Stadium. They did a good job putting it together. You know, honestly, if I want
1: to see some Eastern Conference Finals basketball, I'll probably have to go there <laughs>
0: next month. Also true.
1: Got to play the games first, Kev. That's true. That's true. Best festival. This this is a good one. Summerfest versus Taste of Chicago.
0: What about Lollapalooza though? Everyone oh, loves no. Loll. No,
3: lala's trash.
1: I think Summerfest. That does wins not help the one. Chicago
0: argument.
3: I think Taste Chicago Blues Fest. Hell yeah! Blues Fest, yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: i don't know what taste of Summer chicago Fest. has really lost steam the last what yeah. 10 years or whatever i think back in the day i liked taste of chicago because it was like all right we're gonna get straight to eating and then maybe coco taylor will be on the stage later <laughs> right. yeah. so i'm going with Summerfest though because i've been up there several times a little bit more diverse of a music lineup a little bit bigger acts but so, is there
2: food oh yeah
1: everything's really yeah
2: Okay, well, I'm going to stick with Taste of Chicago then because if there's food involved and I'm going for the food, the Chicago food is going to beat the Milwaukee food, so by default, I'm going to have to go with Taste. I
1: I was researching (laughs) last night. The the first big section on the Taste of Chicago Wikipedia page is about the 2007 salmonella outbreak, (laughs) which I don't remember happening. I don't remember that. I was like, I feel like Wikipedia, like, I don't know, like – I need to get in there and like c- contest that.
3: Well, already. it's on the internet, Kev, so you know it's true, mm-hmm. and quadruple fact checked if it's on Wiki for
1: sure. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: All right, um, what else we got?
1: So,
2: who's been leaking? One of you all must have leaked what we were talking about because I see. What about music? Any famous artist from Milwaukee, Chicago has plenty. You guys are reading yeah. our minds. All right, we'll get to That's that. That's on the
0: Let's list. Go to the music <laughs> coming
1: up. <laughs> um, Milwaukee is violent femmes and Eric Benet.
3: I could take your leave.
1: Either I, of think those. Gus, Guster's I think Gus Guster is from Milwaukee too.
0: Guster's Guster's decent. We have Wilco, we have Kanye, we have Chance,
2: Lupe, right? Lupe, I saw that in Common, uh, Twista, yeah. Keep
3: going. also um, John Belushi, Chief
2: Keith Like, come on now,
3: just seriously, yeah. Blues Her, Brothers dirt, soundtrack. That is true. Fantastic music from start to finish. Six. John Belushi, College of Page, shout out,
1: Smashing Pumpkins. Let's go suburban, but. Bart North shout wait,
2: out. Wait, isn't Buddy Guy? Yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. So buddy I guy. think Chicago wins this one. Chicago.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, best WNBA team.
2: I mean, <laughs> catch up. They got to get one first. James, All right, but wait. But that, that, didn't
0: they used to have a Milwaukee Aces team like way, way, way back?
2: Or is that not true? I think
1: that might. Be, yeah, but that's be pre-WNBA. Okay.
0: Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, there was. Like the WNBA was not the first like league for women's basketball. It kind of came in and took out the uh, the original. Right. Yeah.
1: Best NHL team. Uh, default <laughs> victory for Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into some other ones. Best tailgating, Miller Park versus Comiskey.
0: I tailgated for the first time at Comiskey, and it was so much fun for opening day their home opener it was a blast everybody was so nice everybody was just willing to give us food and beer and just talk to us and a, Herb was, just, was the mayor you said Herb was the mayor of Lot B <laughs> so I mean honestly we had a great time I've never tailgated at Miller Park though
1: uh, I love Kaminsky tailgating we talked about going to 35th Street Dogs and, and getting that and drinking beers that said Miller Park tailgating is out of this world so I'm, I'm giving it to Milwaukee here
3: as a Cubs fan, I'll abstain from voting on that category. You should do.
1: We should definitely do a a bus a CHO bus trip to Milwaukee one year.
0: Sabria, have
2: you tailgated at Sox Park? No, I am unfortunately like the worst tailgater ever <laughs> in the sense that I don't really think I've ever done it before, except <laughs> that one time. Um, Will Sarah Spain does like the pizza for the tailgate for the Chicago Red Stars. Right. So I attempted to go early, but I don't think I ever made it there. So.
0: Yeah, We'll get you there. We'll do it.
1: Best uh, mascot, Bernie Brewer versus Clark the Cub.
0: So Lawrence made a good point about this. Clark the Cub doesn't even have pants, <laughs> but Bernie Brewer has a sick mustache. He
3: does. Daffy Duck didn't wear pants. Does that mean people didn't love him? People don't love him? Why does a mascot need pants? <laughs> it's not like they're anatomically correct.
1: Not a lot of mascots have pants, but for some reason, people are particularly offended by the bear not wearing pants. I, why?
0: Because he looks like a little, he's like a Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear didn't wear pants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bernie, the Bernie the Brewer, though, was coo- a lot cooler when he was actually, he dove in the beer. And then they somehow, like, got rid of the beer stein. Because they're like, oh, we got to make this family friendly. Again, I've never walked into Miller Park with, like, a blood alcohol level, like, below <laughs> .5 or something. like.
0: Don't they have a girl mascot, too? Doesn't he have, like, a partner?
1: I think maybe they used to. He
0: might. Or they used um, to, yeah.
1: So the Lakefront Brewery, which you talked about, they actually have the original chalet in there. You can actually go in there and pretend like you're Bernie Brewer. And they have the, the bottling line from Laverne and Shirley. So you you take this tour, and it's a, it's an amazing tour. Like, if you do the day trip to Milwaukee, you have to go on the Lakefront tour because it's it's done by these local theater kids. So it's, like, super entertaining because most, like, the brewery tours you go on, they're like, Hops this and fermentation that, and I'm like, this is the worst science class I've ever been to, and I'm tuning out. And please let this be over until we can get to the beer samples. And there, you like actually bring the beer along, and they tell jokes, and you get to see the bottling line from Laverne and Shirley, and wave to like the you know, the glove on it, whatever. So, Lakefront Brewery tour is, I think, probably better than a brewery tour here.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh come on! Are you
1: Look, the Goose Island
0: tour is is really cool, is but it? it is like you said, it's a little sciencey. Very uh, science. Mm-hmm. You
3: got to like learn science. the science behind your beer. Yeah. Also, right. there are a zillion breweries in Chicago, and you could do a brewery crawl throughout the city, any neighborhood, and it will be <laughs> whatever they got going on across the border.
1: Best throwback logo: the Milwaukee ball and glove, or the uh, winning ugly '83 <sighs> socks batting guy. Is there a name for him?
0: When I realized that. The MB was in the glove. I was shook.
1: Me too. I mean,
0: it's incredible. I,
3: I have a Brewers friend who pointed that out to me. Yeah. Like, not m- maybe five or six years ago, yeah. my brain
0: exploded. Literally. Like, I was today years old. And, I mean, it's great logo. They're both great, though. I think the
1: Brewers wins. Yeah. I feel like that Sox logo is great, but any kind of greatness is derived from that 1983 team winning 99 games and, and winning the AL West. So, we're going to give the – the ball and glove logo, although, although the Brewers so are so dumb, that's that, like they went away for that for many many years. So
0: gotta stay with it. It's great logo.
1: Did you keep track of the victories, Lawrence? Who wins? <laughs> Chicago won. won. Totally Chicago wins. <laughs> All right. What do you guys think? I, I think that's what, kind of what you thought was going to happen.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. At the onset of that exercise, I could have told you.
0: Tyrone said. I don't even know why it's a debate. Chicago is by far the best city, and I don't even live there. (laughs) Thank you. Well,
3: I think the the jumping off point, Kev, was because we have a Chicago-Milwaukee series that's about to start this weekend. Correct. Correct. What other time to, to visit the rivalry of the cities and not just the, the teams necessarily. And we have to make ourselves feel better in advance of
1: the butt kicking. That's bingo. bingo.
0: <laughs> you guys, Char- Charlie, we just told him about the MB in the logo. He just figured it out now.
1: That's not true. You're welcome. He's a college kid, though. Learn something new every day. All right. You're welcome. Let's move on. This July, July 10th, the WNBA All-Star Game is coming to Chicago for the first time ever. Sabria is pumped. It's not official yet. The league has not announced it, but Sabria has actually confirmed, with some of her sources, sources. that yes. it's a uh, it's a done deal. Um, what can we expect?
2: Ooh, um Well, that's a great question. It's like with the WNBA, honestly, you never know. Like, you just really never know. Um, automatically, it's better, though, because last year, even though it was in Vegas, it was on like a Wednesday or Thursday type mm-hmm. thing. So the fact that we have it kind of on the tail of a weekend is really cool. And there's a lot of like Nike and summer jam tournaments going on. So I think, I think if they do it right, it could be legendary, especially since we kind of just had the NBA all-star weekend. So just, we keep that basketball momentum going and just yeah. basketball. I mean, Chicago to me is a basketball city. Yeah. I mean, from high school up. So I'm really excited. Defending
1: and, champs, hosting it. Which is really cool. Yes. Yes. Have you been to a WNBA All-Star weekend?
2: I have not. Okay,
1: I'm interested to see what it's like.
2: So the other thing about it is the fact that it, they don't have the bids. Like, well, teams do bid on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we just learned about it allegedly. It still hasn't even technically been announced yet. Right. It's what, April something.
1: It's July 10th <laughs>
2: is the game. July 10th, right. So it's like. It's hard for a lot of fans to plan ahead, Mm -hmm. so because as soon as it was like reported by Annie, we called the hotel that's attached to Wintrust, and they're already booked. Oh, so that's a tip, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, more people can get it though. I like that it's in Chicago because I feel like Chicago is also like a city you can drive to, Mm -hmm. um, whereas like I would never drive to Vegas.
1: Well, hasn't, like, Connecticut had it, like, four times because they're going to sell out the building?
2: and, I mean, Connecticut, I think, just has a good foundation with basketball, though. Like, I think the team, the ownership group, because it's community-owned, mm-hmm. um, their ownership group just does a lot of great things to build their brand. And, I mean, the Sky... Weren't here until 2006, so they kind of have a ways to go, I feel like, to really tap into the community and build those relationships with, like, you know, DePaul fans and Loyola fans and just the CPS schools all around. Mm -hmm. So I think this will actually be a perfect opportunity for them to do that. Yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to it.
3: It, I mean, it's definitely going to beat NBA All-Star Weekend 2020. Because that was, like, the Bulls were the laughing stock of the league at that point. Yeah. And then, like, also, it could have been the first Chicago super spreader because that was Um, February 2020. let me
2: tell you, I went, I did participate, and I had tickets to wherever the WNBA players were, naturally, uh, Team USA had tickets to that. And then I went to whatever activation they were doing in Navy Pier, and then something happened that gave us tickets to, like, the Megan uh, the Stallion concert the day before. Mm-hmm. It's, like, February 15th, which is, like, that Sunday. I'm putting on my clothes to go to my friend's birthday, and I'm just like, wait a minute. And I just felt terrible all of a sudden. You had the I first got COVID. so sick, and <laughs> I went to get – Uh, like a flu test, they were like, it's inconclusive twice. So obviously it was COVID. OG and COVID. You had the the OG. OG, the OG COVID. COVID. All-star COVID. <laughs> the all-star. So anytime I think about COVID, I do naturally think about NBA All-Star. Yes. Weekend. That was yeah. like the so last big reading. thing. Yeah.
3: Like we yeah. were all like tearing around the city, having a great time, going to all these parties. <laughs> and then like a month later, the world exploded. It's crazy. I was like, man, remember All-Star Weekend? Yeah, that
2: like was we, fun. Like we broke we broke the US. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I went to the uh, No Dunks had a um, live podcast at Shuba's and that, you know, the, that back venue at Shuba's was just, we were just, you know, like
3: packed, packed like sardines <laughs> and three yeah. weeks later I was like, yeah. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Although
3: if there is something that NBA all-star in Chicago, 2020 did accomplish it's that from, and this is not just me being snarky. No, I, I think it's been reported a couple of different outlets. That was the beginning of the end of the old bulls regime because they were actually embarrassed by being hey, all-star in Chicago, and everybody was like, yeah, but the Bulls suck, yeah. and they were like, because they finally, nobody was paying attention to the Bulls, you know, being awful other than the occasional joke here or there, but the Chicago basketball was the focus for a full weekend, and the Bulls had no excuse for how bad they were.
1: It was so crazy, because the, then it did kick off like, uh, you know, uh, extended month-long run of of. Michael Reinsdorf reshaping the Bulls. Yeah, so the the
3: NBA paused the season March 11th or 12th, I believe, and then in April they had hired. It AK. was such a it was such a novelty. It's like they're interviewing these guys over Zoom,
1: right. like, which was like how, you know. But but
3: supposedly All Star Weekend was the start of that process, and they were start they started putting out feelers All Star Weekend whenever when the entire right. NBA world was here.
1: So do you, th- you you mentioned like fans having problems, you know making plans for to be here. Mm-hmm. Are the brands going to be here for WNBL Star weekend?
2: So that was another thing. There's a, a brand that's been very vocal. Um, they're called power forward. They're actually just, I don't know if anyone has done this before, but they just bought two courtside tickets in all 12 markets mm-hmm. for like their community and you can nominate people. So, I mean, the tickets can go to essentially anyone. Um, And they were talking about months ago, they were like, man, we really want to do some cool activations for all star weekend, whenever that is, wherever that is, but because they don't let us know until like the last minute, it's very hard for at least the smaller brands to, to be able to do something. And then um, it's also in competition with, nba uh summer league so i think the big brands now have an excuse i mean me personally i don't think they were really going to be here anyway because i think you have the capacity to do both you don't have to choose if you want to do you know women's sports you can do it but now they kind of have an excuse to say well we were in vegas for nba summer league that is almost two weeks long and had a bunch of days before the all-star game and after but we couldn't go sorry
1: well, spoiler alert: uh, CHO will be present in some form. We would definitely want to do a live CHO Sky podcast. So, if you're watching this um, and you want to provide a venue or something like that, our ears are open,
3: and I think that's going to be a
1: lot of fun. Like yeah. if. If the fund does not exist, we will create it. Yes, so. absolutely. And it it's
3: also really cool that it's in July when people are stoked awesome. about being in Chicago, awesome. Chicago summertime, as opposed to yes. February. Yes.
1: You, you, you and Janice were talking about that on the CHO Sky podcast, and I was just like, "Okay, would where would you rather go in in July? Las Vegas, where it's going to be eight hundred degrees out, Ugh. or Chicago? Well, that's it, not it'll jinx also it. be eight hundred degrees. I must out, say, well, but that's
2: not <laughs> jinxed because Chicago is one of those weird places where it can be. So cold, even in July, or so hot. So it's just like, hopefully it's a good mix. I feel
0: like July is a safe spot. Yeah. May, June is I a toss-up. I know. Up.
2: It was a good day the other day, and then I walked outside, and it was snowing. So <laughs> I'm not sure.
3: Yeah, but that's what you get in April. July, right, right. I, I'm with Kate. Okay. You can count on July being gorgeous in Chicago, and definitely way better than going anywhere in the Southwest, where it's like, oh, do you want your skin to actually melt off today? Come on down to Vegas. <laughs> Speaking of creating
1: fun, Sabria, you had a great Twitter thread that you unleashed on Sundays yes. where you went and you looked at basketball shoes um, and how they related to team colors in the WNBA. Tell me how you put this together.
2: Okay, so it's okay, so I know that they're technically called basket like some of them are called basketball shoes like Jordan brand basketball shoes, but I I named it basketball shoes because it was supposed to be like the basketball and shoes that aren't technically basketball shoes, but if you put them together, they're basketball shoes. So, I mean, I was looking at uh, Jordan 1 Lowe's one day, and I saw um, these really cool shoes called spades, and they have the Q on one side and the K on another side, like a deck of cards, and the spade is on, the, like, the tongue of the shoe. And I was like, wow, that really looks like, the Las Vegas Aces jersey. Like, if this were a WNBA team or a jersey, it would be the Las Vegas Aces. Right. And then I was like, wait a minute, a light bulb went off, and I said, I wonder if you can do that with all of the teams. So for quite a few weeks, I just was every day just looking <laughs> everywhere I could, Googling certain color, like team color shoes, and just going through them, finding the number that worked best with the shoe. And then if, if you're watching with us, if you notice from the top, can you go back to the top for me? So if you go to the very first one, you see how the shoes are pointed left, and then you go down um, in the thread, and they're a different, like a random type of setup. And then you go, and it's pointed to the left, pointed to the left, not pointed to the left, pointed to the left. What does that mean? Pointed to the left. And not, it doesn't mean anything, but I had to find it because, like, if one shoe – I couldn't find a picture where there were uh. points to the left. <laughs> then I had to go back and make sure, like, just little things that nobody cares about except me. This oh, is then you have an way. aerial view even. on this pair. Right. Yeah. And so I, I wanted to do different views, but made sure it was still even. And they happened to be in alphabetical order from the name of and the I, city. I,
1: honestly, if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you go check out Sabria's Twitter feed. Because um, this was a really cool thread. You got a lot of engagement. I think yes. Aja Wilson actually responded to you. Yeah, Aja um,
2: Wilson. Um, Kiana Williams, uh, who was drafted last year, liked it. Um, One of the New York Liberty players. So it, it made its rounds, for and sure. And there's
1: nothing worse than actually doing a lot of work on a Twitter thread. And then it gets oh, like I know. three... <laughs> So I was, like, really happy that this took yeah, off. Yeah, you were dedicated was- to
2: this. Me, too. Me, too. You said it took weeks. I was like, yeah, well, it Yeah, weeks of just, like, you know, because that was something I didn't want it to feel forced. Like, that's right. the the thin line between content is executing it correctly and not trying to, oh, that's a reach. So I was hesitant to post. It. I was like, well, do I have to post it close to the draft because then it'll be kind of like a cool, like, like excitement thing. People are already talking about it. And yeah. like, right before I posted it, I even tweeted, I was like, you guys, I have this content and I don't feel like it's a good idea anymore. And people were just like, post it, post it, post, post it. it. So I was just like, okay, I looked, at I looked
1: at it at first and I was like, Oh, this is really cool. Like they actually made shoes for every NBA WNBA team. No. But it's like, that wasn't the case no. at all. And looking no. at closer, no. it was like, Oh, oh my God! Sabri actually went through and found <laughs> so a shoe shoes. for every. That's crazy.
2: So many shoes. Yes, um, but it also gave me an idea. So if you go to the last one, um, I did a little preview because obviously, like with the Wilson basketball, I think that helped illustrate it. Because at first, I was going to use logos, mm-hmm. and then I got the idea to do basketball and call it basketball shoes. But we're going to do jerseys um, as like a for all the teams. Like I'm going to go on the CHGL Sky page. And we're going to do jerseys. Um, I found some cool examples already for the jersey that they, um, the bad luck jersey that they released last year. And then we're going to go back because that was basketball shoes part one. Part Mm -hmm. two is going to be the teams that don't exist anymore, like um, the Monarchs. The Charlotte Sting. So just going back to revisit, because I also think we need to keep talking about the teams and, and like, get our Detroit Shock and our Houston Comets back. So I want to be able to teach people more about the WNBA in a cool and engaging way. Yeah. Love it.
1: I think that's, like, one of the, the, the great things that like, and opportunities the WNBA has is that there's so much cool fashion <laughs> that can be employed and, and get different people into the game. I mean, it's a lot of opportunity. I've talked about this. I've actually felt very inferior walking into this building uh, with so many young people <laughs> and so many more cooler people than me, and my shoe game is not strong at all. Um, are we I
2: flexing t- shoes? Hold on, let me. Look, here <laughs> Have you seen how shiny sabrias are? Yeah, her those like things patent sparkle. Lover. Yeah, I Damn. can't compete. I had to bring out the breads for. I mean, we had to. talking about they're the impressive. bulls. So they're impressive. Yeah.
3: Did you so? How many pairs have you bought after making that thread? Because if I went through and did all that work and saw all of those cool pairs of shoes, I would have probably at least suckered myself into buying like but two hard or three to, new pairs. Hard to find. So
2: look, I didn't get any after the thread, but as I was making the thread, I got the shoes that I wanted. Yeah. Beforehand, because I because there were a lot of people who were like, "I want these. I want these." Yeah. But unfortunately, most of them you're not going to get unless right. you want to pay like three hundred dollars for them. Right.
0: Or more, honestly. Or more, yeah.
1: So
3: you want to pay 300 bucks for a new pair of cab? Not really, but I do
1: I do <laughs> want to know, like, how do I start, like, building my sneaker collection? Matt said, the, uh, you said you're a t-shirt guy. Yeah. I am, too, because it's like, oh, you buy a t-shirt. And now they're up yeah. to, like, 30 bucks, but.
3: Oh, um, it's still cheaper than a pair of shoes. Yeah, it is. You have but
0: to have, h- how have how the sneaker
2: app. You have to have the Nike yeah, app. Yeah, it's, it's. it's Honestly, it's not fun anymore. Like I started my little shoe collection for the most part back when I was in high school and they were not as expensive because I'm working high school job with high school hours, getting high school money. And then I can just pull up to Villa or, or somewhere and get the shoes the day they come out now you have to have the sneakers app and the oh. Nike app and set a reminder on your phone and you don't and, always and get selected it up and, and it's, then it's a raffle for most of them right. so it doesn't right. matter if you were there on time
3: and, and I don't use it but what I have heard from friends who do is that also because I, I thought about downloading the sneaker app but then I did some research and I was like this sounds terrible and like a waste of time your odds increase in winning those random drawings and pullings and whatever the more you interact with their app so the more time you spend on their app the the more likely it is that you'll actually win a pair of those shoes really? and it's like who's got hours yeah. in the day to spend just sifting through <laughs> shoes on an app
0: sabria does
2: I'm, I, no. I really don't
0: i don't no, I,
3: that's I, what I'm saying. I don't think anybody yeah, no, does. i haven't
2: really hit on sneakers at all i have gotten lucky yeah. um just the fact that i noticed that if they do a drop on nike or sneakers it's coming out in stores later. So if you kind of just... So I have the Foot Locker app Mm -hmm. and the Nike app and the sneakers app and Champs and all of those. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I just watch there... Or sometimes I'll just be by a store and go in the store, and yeah. do you have this shoe And they happen to have it? Because yeah. no one knows it came out. Dick Sporting Goods got a few Jordan Low ones really? randomly. Remember when people used to
3: shop in stores? Yeah. That was a crazy yes. time in our history. So I, I worked at Sports Authority
1: in high school, uh, second Bulls 3 Pete. I got a pair of Jordan, the playoff ones for 97. They just re-released them with kind of like the – they're black with like the white kind of wing, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. I still have them. They're in good shape. I don't know where they are. Yikes. And I got to find them. They're at my parents' somewhere. I can't find them. <laughs> Go it. in the attic, In a, in a Kevin. box in the attic. <laughs> they were on the sneakers app, and I, I wanted to find them because I wanted to walk in, and everyone would be like, oh, did you win those? <laughs> I'd be like, these are the real oh, things. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. I have entered two of the drawings. Didn't get selected for both. My Jordan 11s are the sh- coolest shoes I own, and that's it. Uh, that's where I start and stop right now. Yeah, I gotta get better.
1: So we we need to have some sort of sneaker standings here, and I don't know how we're gonna score it. Dude, but have you
3: seen Cody's shoe game? Cody is strong. That Sabrina dude's crazy.
2: Yeah i mean twitter will tell us people were when the, the people other voted. day when you put our shoes up there people right. some people were s- so passionate like i don't know if they knew that they were tagging all of us in it but i'd be scrolling and yeah. feeling good like oh they're like one is heat and i'm like oh i see a little fire emoji then i get to someone one they're god-awful ugly <laughs> and whoever's shoes though they are they should buy number three coffee and i'm just like what did yeah. i do to you so yeah so it, were you.
3: those years in the top left square the number one square yes like, like the rainbow sherbert looking ones yes yeah see those are fire but i think maybe some people don't have the confidence here we go yeah to pull off a shoe like yeah, that we have i actually like natalie's the best yeah I, I, I voted two. four because i just love a clean looking and shoe. those are cody's Jan-
0: okay. janice is number three and natalie was number two
2: yeah i like natalie's too but i mean i had on my that was the day of the draft so i had on my orange w hoodie okay so naturally if my hoodie is simple i have to go crazy on the feet
1: both both your and Natalie's shoes kind of reminded me of ice cream. So I, I wanna yeah.
2: Yeah. They're very visually but You can't appealing.
3: eat shoes, Kevin.
2: <laughs> well, I don't you know. You sure can try. <laughs> I don't know. Now, I might have to go do a thread called, yeah. Is This Cake? And is it a shoe or is it cake? <laughs> I like that. I love that. Hopefully it. they're cake all thread. cake.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: That's our new podcast here at CHGO coming up next week. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. I, this was a fun hour. Twas. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. And before you kick me off, I do just wanna remind everybody that um, the our great Chicago bullets from Morgan Park because that is part of my Morgan Park um, agenda. So just I owe. Yeah. I
1: hope. And uh grow the game, you have a, a sky ticket deal.
2: Oh, yes, so make sure you are tapping in with us because, like we said, we're going to do something crazy CSGO style for All-Star Weekend, but you can also go to www.growthegamew.com for discounted Chicago Sky tickets for every home game, including the home opener on May 6th against Candace Parker's former team, the L.A. Sparks. And a portion of your ticket purchase will go back to Grow the Game to help us continue um, to make connections, get fans engaged, do a lot of community service work, and continue to grow the game for women's sports.
1: Awesome. And remember, next Friday, game three watch party at Third Rail Tavern here in the West Loop. Mm. Matt, Big Dave, and mm. other CHGO personalities, put it on your calendar. We're gonna have a good time, regardless of what happens. Anyway, this has been the CHGO sports podcast for this week. We will be back here next Thursday at twelve thirty, pack a lunch. Thanks to all who joined us. Thanks to everyone who commented. Had a great time, and we will see you next week.